Big boobs, little boobs, curvy, petite, introvert, extrovert, loud, quiet. You, my friend? Perfect. Exactly the way you are right now. I'm Steph, your host, the big boobed introvert CEO of Confetti Curves. And I'm going to remind you that confidence comes from loving all that you are right now. Shall we get started? Hello, and welcome to the first solo Confident in Your Curves episode. I thought it would be a really great place to kind of give a little introduction to who I am and why this podcast means so much to me. So my name is Steph. I am the CEO of Confetti Curves, which is an underwear and bra company designed for big boobs and with cute functional matching underwear. It has been a real passion project of mine and hopefully the business will launch in the end of 2022. Um, Studying business is a much harder process than I had ever imagined, but it's so important to me. The foundation like thoughts behind uh, confetti curves is building a brand that women are excited to wear and feel represented in fine i myself have had big booms since i was a teenager and i've always struggled with having to wear nana bras or not having any cute options so i started confetti curves for d to h cups 10 to 18 hopefully as we get bigger our size range can expand because it's really important to me to be more inclusive and at the moment I'm just not in a place to be that inclusive and to give matching undies that are functional and you want to wear every day confetti curves is designed for the wearer not the viewer so it's something you're going to want to pull on every day and it's something that you're going to feel confident in and It has been such a journey to be able to create it and it's really fed into my confidence and really showing who I am. So I kind of thought that it would be a really great place to kind of give a little bit of an overview of how I got to being confident in my curves and accepting my body for who and what it is. Um, So I should start with a trigger warning um, for eating disorder and um, obsessive exercise. So if that's something that triggers you, this probably isn't a great episode to start on. Um, So please take care of yourself and prioritize your mental health and maybe just skip to the next episode Um, and I'll see you in the next one. So for me, I have always struggled with my like self-worth and my body image. All throughout high school, I compared myself to my friends and was never really comfortable in who I was or how I looked. And it really has been a roller coaster all through high school and my early 20s. But I feel like the really big turning point in my life started with an ultra low and kind of rolled up from there. So I think I'm going to start in 2016, which I was 25, 26 at the time. And I had been married the previous year and it was exciting. And like I thought like my life was starting. And so I got, you know, I felt great. Uh, Unfortunately, in 2016, we got a divorce. Um, He had been cheating on me and that really, it hit me to the core and it really shook the low self-esteem that I already had just plummeted. I no longer respected myself and I really took it as a 
self-destructive kind of thing, the person that he ended up being with was tall and skinny and athletic and I was none of those things and it really shook me and it really just made me question my worthiness and how maybe if I was skinnier or maybe if I was a different person I it wouldn't have happened and I would have still been happily married now fundamentally I know know that that is incredibly wrong and incredibly flawed but that's just kind of where I was and I started a pretty good 18 months of self-destruction I numbed pain with food so much delicious food and and a really bad shopping habit I financially kind of ruined myself a little bit while also just completely neglected any kind of nutritional value that my body needed I (laughs) one of my favorite things to do in 2016 was on a Sunday night I would order three pizzas and at the time Pizza Hut were doing like these like cookie shot shortbreads that like had delicious and 100% would still order them now but I was ordering three pizzas and that would be my dinner and or lunches for the next three days and it was just kind of the cycle I went into and then I would have deep fried literally I just I just didn't eat any good food and I started to gain more weight like I was never skinny and I really I just kind of got bigger and that then also made me spiral even worse into who I was, why I wasn't worthy of love and overall I was just in a really terrible physical and mental state. So towards the end of 2017 I decided that 2018 I was going to set goals and I was going to be the best version of myself which <clears throat> surprisingly uh, it is not the best version of myself but we'll get there so I had spent Christmas of 2017 with my sister in Melbourne and I was meant to stay for New Year's as well but I was really low but I was also kind of a little bit excited to start like working towards these goals that I was you know gonna change my life with so I actually changed my flights and I came home on Christmas on um, New Year's Eve so that on 1 January I could start working on my goals now the goals that I set for myself whilst they were long and comprehensive the two main goals that I set for myself was to be able to run five kilometers going from never ever running in my life let alone getting to five kilometers and to lose 15 kilos I believe at the time I was about 83 ish kilos let's go with that um and so I was like yep I'm gonna get my life together I'm gonna lose weight and I'm gonna run five kilometers now to lose the weight I had been reading a book um that I, it was like the fast 800 or something like that one of the everyone knows the book the it's meant to be that you know you for a short period of time eat 800 calories and it's a fully like mediterranean diet and i have polycystic ovary syndrome and insulin resistance so it's meant to kind of cure your diabetes in eight weeks i think by doing this fully strict 
800 calorie diet. There was no carbs, no sugar, which was all that I had been eating. And I went full ham. I gave up coffee. I gave up sugar and got to the point where I was violently ill from sugar and coffee withdrawals. Like I am 1000% addicted to caffeine, still am. But (laughs) at the time I was like, nope, mm -mm." going cold turkey. And I was only a week in, I think. And I was so ill that I called my mum and I'm like, I'm feeling faint. And I'm really not feeling well. She's like, have a zupa dupa, like get some sugar into your body and I'll come over. And I was like, no, no, I can't have a zupa dupa. Like it's full of sugar. And then she's like, well, maybe you can have some orange juice. And so I allowed myself some orange juice to try and get over the like sugar withdrawals my body was going in, which hindsight, red flag. Um, But in addition to only allowing myself these 800 calories of, it was just terrible. (laughs) So I was having 800 calories maximum a day, but I was also learning to run five kilometers every single weekday. And then I would do that in the morning before work. And then after work, I would walk three kilometers with my dog. So I was getting a lot of exercise on not many calories And I was strict and I was also working to make sure that I would burn more calories than I ate in a day. So it was just so unhealthy in so many ways, but that was kind of my mental state and where my worthiness was at. So this continued for quite some time actually. Um, And the weight was falling off because I had fully changed my life. I was completely... (laughs) I was abusing it in a whole nother way. I was not listening to any of its signs. At the peak of it, I was running five kilometers in the morning. I was then walking seven kilometers in the evening and doing two yoga sessions, two hour long yoga sessions in a night. And then still only eating 800 calories in that day. And then, oh, that actually, no, <laughs> that was actually not the worst of it. I was also doing an hour walk at lunch times which would vary between distance. So I was burning so many calories and eating like half of a chicken breast and some steamed vegetables for dinner. And I ended up losing 22 kilos, I think, at the end. And I looked like a completely different person. I was still curvy, but a much skinnier runny like I could run (laughs) it was a miracle I've never been able to run in my life and I was now confidently running five kilometers every morning and I competed in my first fun run and I was belly seeing so much like self-worth on the compliments that I was getting from people like people were impressed by like how I had lost so much weight and it was the validation that I wouldn't ever give myself that I was getting externally. And it made me feel great. Like I fed off everyone else's congratulations and like, you're so impressive. And I was taking progress like pictures and sending comparisons to a couple of my friends and being like, look how good I look. And like, I am this whole new changed person and I am worthy of love now because look at me, I'm skinny. I fit in a size 10. Like I think I was down to a size eight, but like that kind of, 
I wasn't enough until I fit into this kind of warped idea of what people believed I should be. And no one knew that I was only eating 800 calories and no one knew what, I don't think anyone really knew the extent of how much I was doing physically and how little I was eating. So they were just seeing the way that society does the congratulations for losing weight because unfortunately that's kind of where society is and it's starting to change now but definitely in 2018 it was you know the more weight you lose the more valuable you are to society and the better that you know you are as a person because you're skinny and I based like a lot of my perception of myself on how good I was like running or whatever I the first I still remember the first day that I completed my five kilometers, I posted a picture in my sports bra and leggings on the internet, on like Instagram. And I just, the feeling I got with every compliment was now obviously unhealthy, but it was what I was searching for. It was that like validation that I couldn't give myself. So I was trying to get externally, which is just awful, but that's okay. This is the journey and this is my truth. So I then continued, like just continued my like routine into 2019 until I got a new partner. And because I had been running early in the mornings, um, he didn't feel comfortable with me running at five o'clock in the morning around the suburbs. So he was like, no, I don't think you should do that anymore. And I also got a puppy. So all of this self like worth and self validation that I had had from losing weight and getting fit was now transferring into a new relationship that I'd had. And so it still wasn't me. I still didn't love me. I still didn't give a shit about the way that I was looking after myself. But I was like, oh, well, like, you know, I might not get the props for running 5Ks anymore, but I now have this partner who loves me and that's what's important. And so obviously when you get into a relationship and you're not calorie counting anymore and you're not running anymore, you start to put on weight. And (laughs) if I thought I hated myself in 2016, it was nothing compared to the, the awful things I said to myself as I started to put the weight back on because how I obviously lost the weight was unsustainable. And it was just horrific. I was self-loathing and self-deprecating and couldn't accept any compliments from anyone anymore because I knew that I wasn't the skinniest that I had been or the fittest that I had been. And I could no longer run five kilometers. And my self-worth went through the floor. It was horrific. My partner and I were going um, to, I think, the Whit Sundays or Hawaii, one of those trips. And I wanted to, it must have been uh, Whit Sundays. I needed to buy a new pair of swimmers because I was no longer at my skinniest. And it was, <laughs> it was heartbreaking. Like, I remember crying in the change room and just hating myself. And I think I was like a size 10, maybe, at the time. And it broke me and I just, I I didn't want to go on the holiday anymore because I was so embarrassed of how I would look in a swimsuit and 
how much I hated myself. <laughs> I didn't think I could, but I was so ashamed that I had let myself go again and that this was the new starting point. And things didn't get better. Things, <laughs> spoilers, things are going to get worse. Uh, <laughs> so eventually I brought a one piece and I was so like horrendously mortified by myself and how I looked and we went to the Great Barrier Reef and we were snorkeling and I remember wanting to sit on the boat wearing my life jacket so that no one could see my rolls and no one could judge my body and it was it was awful (laughs) but I continued to gain weight and then we hit 2020 and I think like everyone in 2020 we well I gained more weight and I kept gaining more weight and I think until 2022 I just continued to gain weight and started to obsess about the scales and being like it just keeps coming on and I don't know how to stop it coming on it just every time I got on the scales I felt worse about myself and I kept being like god if I could go back to eating 800 calories and if I could go back to like five kilometers maybe I'd be worthy of myself again and it took until 2022 for me to throw out my scales and be like no mm -mm, this isn't healthy this is an obsession and I can't do anything. I'm not doing anything about it. I'm just getting on the scales, feeling shit about myself and then can, like continuing that cycle. Like never, nothing ever changed. And it it's really sad to think back on that, you know, I have my entire life probably – Put my self worth on my physical appearance, not how funny I am or what I bring to the table or my intelligence or my personality or my brains or anything like that. It's always just been like, she's curvy, she's shit, she's, you know, not worthy of anyone's kind of love or attention just because she doesn't fit society's like norms. And, eh, I it's exhausting and I kind of had this flip switch when I learned about body neutrality there's a lady called Bethany C Myers on Instagram and she has a whole fitness program that's based on body neutrality and about the perception of you don't have to love yourself you just don't have to hate yourself either and finding that comfort of like I'm not shit because I weigh a certain amount or I am not less worthy because I'm a size 16 and I don't have to punish myself because I am not a standard size. I, it's really hard to explain because it's one of those things where like, you know, people can tell you all they want, like don't put your emphasis on your weight. Don't put your emphasis on your sizing. But it, you really need that like ah moment where something just clicks. And she has a TED talk that I'll link in the show notes that I highly recommend listening to. That it just kind of it hit me. And it was that moment where I was like, fuck what your body looks like. 
fuck okay so i actually think this wasn't in 2022 this was in 2021 my bad um let's just rewind that um the i just was like fuck this like i spend so much brain capacity worrying about the way people think I look or the way that people are perceiving me. And I, it doesn't fucking matter. Like what anyone thinks about me is none of my business because at the end of the day, I come home to me in my mind. I am always here. No one else's opinion matters. And if they want to tell me their opinion, it's no, it means fucking nothing. And I don't want to hear it. And having that like switch flip, in my mind has been so freeing and I hope that if anything that you get from like any of these episodes in this podcast it is that you are fucking incredible and amazing exactly as you are right now fuck what anyone else thinks of you and stop basing your worth on other people because you are everything and you are nothing less than fucking amazing and don't ever let anyone else make you feel like you aren't because you are in every single way not to say that I don't have days where like I'm like oh I wish I was skinnier or I wish that like these fitted better because I think that's kind of that comes with being human. Like there are days where you feel flawed and there are days where you want to feel different to the way that you do. And it's something that I continue to work on and I'm going to continue to work on for the rest of my life. Like I will never be perfect. And I think that is also something that I have come to accept. And I think has lightened the load in my mind a little bit that There is no need to be perfect. We are all flawed and we all have our own journeys and roller coasters to be on. But it's really about feeling good in who you are and not needing other like people to tell you that you're worthy or other people to tell you that you are enough because you are enough. You've never not been enough. You are fucking incredible in every way and this is something that I'm learning to live like learning to change my mentality in and it's something that I want to share with the world and that is why I've started this podcast and why I want to hear your stories like talk to me on Instagram I would love to hear your stories I would love to be able to share some tips and to get some guests that can help you like have that mindset set have the mindset change because honestly it is so freeing and it is so much lighter to walk around just genuinely being me and not really kind of giving a shit so that's kind of where I got to in a little bit of a roundabout way there'll be lots of more of these like solo podcasts um coming and if there's something that you would love me to talk about or there's something that niggles in you like please reach out on instagram at confetti no no well at confetti curves this is the business but also at confident in your curves um i'm there and always willing to have a chat voice memo on me anything like i want this to be a safe place for people to share their stories and for me to share my story and influences and to have some incredible conversations with some phenomenal women like the people that I've already recorded podcasts with, we've got 
Oh, I don't want to no spoilers, but you're going to love them all. So thank you for being here. Thank you for being a part of this journey. And I'm so excited to have you. And you are incredible in every way. Always remember that, please. (laughs)